another episode of the Cosmic Street Podcast. I am Joseph Pavone, here with Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. We've got the NBA draft this week. Boston Celtics have number 35 pick, but with everything going on between the uh, trade, between the, the, the Chris Paul and Bradley Beal trade and rumors swirling about Grant Williams might be on the move through a sign-in trade. Payne Pritchard still wants to be traded. What are the Celtics going to do? Because, damn it, let's face it, fellas, the last few years, Nothing exciting has come from the Celtics in the draft. And I know they don't draft anywhere near the top 10, 15, or 20. I know they're beyond those days. But they got to do something here, right? Whether that's trading into the first round, whether that's stealing something at the number 35, or putting together some type of deal where, where, where they can, you know, again, the, the Grant Williams, Payne Pritchard, I mean, those are the two names that we're hearing the most. And especially with Grant Williams, it'll be interesting because obviously he can elect to go elsewhere and sign as a free agent, but can the Celtics pull off a deal? I mean, that's the, that's the question, right? And, and, and is it, is it inevitable that they'll move from one of these guards, whether it's Peyton Pritchard or the sixth man of the year, Malcolm Brogdon because of his contract? I mean, what's best for this Celtics team this off season? How should they approach the off season? We'll break that down. And, and of course, talk about the, uh, the Bradley Beal trade, which just to me, it's, it's, it's insane how, uh, not only uh, do I feel like a, a type of deal like this will happen again later down the road because of the new CBA and team just wanted to g- get away from big contracts, but what did the Washington Wizards even get out of that deal? We'll break that down. But first things first, guys, how do you feel about uh, the, the draft, the Celtics offseason? This is officially the beginning of the offseason, even though the Celtics already got that thing started with uh, reportedly signing these two assistant coaches. And now there's a third. Well, I, I will we'll save that for in case you missed it, but... Uh, what, what's your overall? If you're the, if you're Brad Stevens, what's what's the goal here going into the draft? Um, with the new CBA and with the pending supermax extensions of both Jalen this summer and then Tatum next summer, is they got a hit on like somebody coming out of the draft, whether it's a shooter, whether it's a a, a, a front court guy, because like two, three, four years down the line, you're gonna just like have your roster. Rounding out your roster with just like, you know, one year deals, and, and yeah. if you and if you hit with like these the the younger guys, then like you're not you're not paying them a shitload of money the you know their first rookie deal, right? So, uh, you're you're able to stretch out the cap a little bit without um, going over you know that second apron where you're you get penalized heavily now uh, when the new CBA kicks in not this not next season but the following season. So that's gonna affect the Celtics spending. Big time. Yeah, I mean, for the front court, though, and then, Sean, I know you could probably back me up on this. Like, I don't know if your solution's going to be, you know, end of the first round. Yeah, yeah, the front round. court, yeah. no, you're right, but. Yeah, I mean, if anything, you you just, you hope they, they can get a, a shooter or some sort of uh, depth at the, a, a player that gives you some depth at the wing position, right? So I guess you do address the front court, but I don't know if you if you get a potential Grant Williams replacement or even someone of that magnitude to, to address the the big man issue, right? Well, I don't think you're. I, I, if anyone has expectations for the thirty fifth overall pick, which I can maybe try to help uh, spice that up a little bit. Yeah, Sean, you're big on the late first rounders, yeah. right? You're big on the the the, the bowls and then those guys. Uh, at the at the thirty, you're. 
you, you don't uh, you don't you don't get too excited, you know. Yeah, the, yeah, it's like the bottom the, of the barrel the, for you, huh? The, yeah, the entertainment value for you and watching the NBA draft drops dramatically. Oh, big right. time, big time. I mean, <laughs> uh, like the last one, I think we got a little bit excited about was Peyton Pritchard. That happened a little bit later, but I was still in the first round, bro. So yeah. Yeah. no, no. But then once <laughs> once summer league starts, then you you know then you're you're tweeting out you know hashtag. You know, steal the draft. With well, certain, Bobo, certain, certain players. Bobo is still the steal of the draft, but I mean, it, it, <laughs> okay, it, that's right. My bad. Um, Jerry's still up. Jerry's still up. Yeah. Um, all right. So I don't know. I'll, I'll. Right now, I think we figured out what the Celtics are going to do this season. Is that they are going to put assistant coaches behind Joe Mazzulla because they think that Joe Mazzulla was the reason why they didn't make it to the NBA Finals, and I happen to agree with them. Um, which is weird. Just fire the guy and hire a new head coach. That would be the way I would handle it. But no, whoa, whoa, they're, whoa, whoa, whoa. they're handling the it. The guy was one win away from the NBA. Seriously, bro. Yeah, and he was uh, – he was um, – oh, I don't even know. But he almost got swept in these Eastern finals as well. So let's, let's just take that as it comes. And I don't, I don't think anyone looks at that and been like, you know what? That was a successful playoff run. No one looks at it that way. So don't no, give no one looks at it like yeah. No one looks at it. But that don't way, give me that. Always was one way. The guy yeah, didn't get it done. Yeah, but don't act like you you expected him to be to, to out coach Eric Spolstra. I mean, I, yes, he's a big chunk of he's a, he's a part of the reason why this, the team lost. But it doesn't all fall into it. Well, uh, and this is going back. This is revisiting history. But if they get swept. And they lose four zero to the Heat. Oh, that's a different. The, that's a different conversation. Yeah, yeah. Because he still have a job. Right. So what the fuck? He was three. <laughs> he was three losses away from, or one loss away from losing his job. And now you can't say he was one loss away from the uh, finals. But anyways, they obviously don't trust Joe Mazzula. You bring well, that's in your team giving up on you. If that were the case, let's be honest. But go ahead. <laughs> like if you get swept, that's just like you, you, you. You said one, two, three, Cancun. You know, it, yeah. it, it, it's a big. It's a it's a testament to how much your players really want to play for you, you know. But but go ahead. Anyways, <laughs> uh, they don't trust Joe sounds, Mazzula. Sounds like tomato, tomato, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. They don't trust Joe Mazzula. They're bringing in obviously all of his replacements. Is going to be a wonderful. What's well, He's only thirty four years old now. <laughs> <laughs> like no, this is not Jason Tatum being nineteen years old right now. Okay, <laughs> not the same thing. Sean's <laughs> just getting mad. <laughs> no, but okay. What I what I'm gonna watch all year is how much credit is given to Sam Cassell and what's the other guy's name? I want Charles uh, Lee. Charles Lee, bro. Charles Lee. Uh, I want to see how much credit they get, and there's gonna be so many flowers thrown at them. It's gonna be like, then why the fuck is Joe Mazzulla the head coach? But anyways, I pull it back a minute. That's the Celtics game plan, and that's Brad Stevens' game plans because he is in a bind. They're gonna have to sign Jalen Brown to the super max, which they should. They're going to have to try to get Grant Williams as a bargain, and they're going to have to sell off one of their extra depth pieces, which I think, unfortunately, is not a great thing for the Celtics team because we went from a year of being in the NBA Finals. We were in the NBA Finals, and everyone's like, man, we need some more depth on this team. Now we don't get to the NBA Finals, and everyone's like, we got too much depth. Whoa, what are we <laughs> no, doing? It's not- like... Yo, that's not it at all. That's uh, not it at all. But all right. <laughs> yes, it is. Why would you ever trade Malcolm Brown? Because no, like no, 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 no. It's the it's the guard. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Maybe the guard depth, but not depth. Nah, it's the same thing. It's no, same. no, 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 but no, but no, but hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let when me. They Malcolm Brown, when they signed Malcolm Brown, oh, all right, like, all right, all right. But listen though, but listen though, listen. Consolidation. Though. Exactly, because 
how much are you gonna really get back, honestly, if you're just like, all right, let's just trade Pritchard and just let, let's be done with it. He's only making four million dollars yeah. next next season. Honestly, realistically, what are you getting back? Another second rounder. Yeah, no, yeah. And, that, and, and, and and Brad Brad gets rid of those anyways, like no problem. <laughs> Yeah, and plus, Sean, the, to to address the front court help, like I said, you're not going to get that NBA ready player, you know, in, in this draft. And if you do, he's not going to be someone that's going to be like your seventh or eighth man, right? I mean, essentially, if you if the Celtics end up having to replace Grant Williams, which obviously is something that's out of their hands, if, if a team out there is willing to give give him the money that he wants or is willing to talk about a sign and trade, the Celtics have to they have to entertain that because clearly Joe Mazzillo is not big on Grant Williams. I think this that this plays a bigger part in it than people realize, especially when you consider the fact that even if he were to come back at a certain amount of you know money, which would clearly be a raise to what he's making now, do you feel comfortable seeing that for someone that's not even like a shoo-in to, the, to his rotation? Like, oh, like what, what changes? What changes? I mean, besides the new contract, I, I don't know if uh, if that guarantees him a spot. And if it does, he, he's got to be a starter. And, and that's got to be something that Joe Mazzullo is comfortable with. But I think you said it exactly right. I don't think anyone trusts Joe Mazzullo. I think Ime and Brad Stevens. Were able Brad to Stevens do. does. What do you mean? Hold on. Ime and Ime and Brad Stevens were able to find a really good role for Grant Williams uh, when it came down to it. Joe Mazzulla couldn't, right? So just because Joe Mazzulla doesn't know any intangibles of the game and is just focused on three-pointers and three-pointers and three-pointers and doesn't see the value of Grant Williams, I think when Grant Williams is playing, he's playing off like he is he is a piece that that some teams would look at and be like, wow. We need that piece to get into the playoff battles to do all these things. I I I think that Grant Williams is actually getting the raw end of the deal because Joe Mazzulla doesn't know how to use him. Now, how much do you spend on him? I don't know, but like I mean, it's not like it was like that the whole season, right? We were talking about up until like what, like March, when all of a sudden he was like in and out of the of the rotation, and then we come to find out he was injured for I don't know a good part of the season. So. Uh, but is that the reason? Though? I'm not I'm saying that's no. the reason, reason but like that makes you no, no. I get no, it, but right. that makes you no. But that makes you think though, like yo, know, maybe maybe like whatever he's looking for, like the Celtics are like mm, not so fast. Maybe you know we can like come to some sort of agreement if you want to go down that route or you want to see what's out there. By all means, but I think but he's not he's not gonna, he's not gonna be on a championship contender. He's not gonna be probably on a playoff contender for those that are gonna like go up that high. I I mean I think I think it looks at this. People don't want to say this because. They don't want to – Boston is a hot take market, which is – this is dumb. But, like, no one wants to be like, well, why don't we just run it back with the same squad and get growth from – Jalen Brown now feels more at home because he signed a Supermax deal. You can have – if you think Joe Mazzullo is going to be better as a coach, great. If not, you have two assistant coaches behind him. Like, I think this whole – you got to get rid of Grant Williams. You got to get rid of – uh, Malcolm Brogdon and just like if you trade Malcolm Brogdon even right now, you're not gonna get better. Like I just don't feel like you're gonna you're gonna trade the sixth man of the year and you're gonna get better. No, no, I, well, no I, you can address you can address the front court issues, but the without front court losing is- a whole lot from the back court though. I mean that's that's ideal, right? That's what that that's how you go into a trade. You don't go into a trade thinking that you're gonna get a better player in exchange for Brogdon. I don't know if it works like that, but his value is. Certainly higher than it was last year, you know, given the fact that he was he won the six man of the year award. But it might be it might be down it might be down right now because of the injury. And yep. they don't know if, if they don't know if going to be if he's going to need surgery, how long he's going to be out for. And I think the Celtics right now, they're 
they're thinking because of this new CBA, like if it, if this new CBA wasn't going to go into effect for whatever, or if, or we were still in the old CBA, I think the Celtics just obviously like, yeah, let's just fucking run it back and maybe add like a you know a piece of here, maybe through the draft, whatever. But because of the new CBA, mm-hmm. they're like, we have to pretty much set ourselves up for the next three, four years because for the core, right? The core guys they're gonna be they're gonna be here for at least the next two, three years. But then all the all the other guys like Derek White, like um, shit, Robert Williams after the you know the third the third or fourth year, all those all the, all those other guys you're like they're either gonna get better and ask for more money, or you're just sitting there trying to figure out. Right, I think we need to move these dudes because their their value they've maxed out their value, and I think that's what that's what the issue is right here right now that the Celtics are trying to trying to figure out if we go all in on running it back, then we don't care what happens three four years down the line. Because then, well, there's that, and there's, there's that, and there's also the fact that the the team just didn't didn't get back to the finals. I mean, let's face it: if this team were to be the exact same, how much do you feel? How great would you feel about their chances to, to, to do better than what they did last year? I mean, I wouldn't feel that great. So you have to address these concerns because, again, Joe Mazzula, between going with the the short rotation and, and not trusting guys in the postseason, where there where he did trust certain particular players towards the end of the road, right? Towards the end of the season, regular season, rather. Sam Hauser, Grant Williams, you know, sometimes Rob Williams played like 12, 13 minutes. I mean, that to me, that's a sign of a team that needs help in those in those areas, right? A, a, a specific, maybe not a specific upgrade, but something that fits the puzzle better for Joe Mazzula. And I think that's what Brad Stevens is trying to figure out because that's got to be one of the talking points if you're Brad – going into the offseason like like one why didn't you use these guys and not that you know in an argumentative kind of way but like what are you missing that what are these guys missing that you, that you didn't feel comfortable with and how can i help you because at the end of the day you have to have strong guys to round out your bench you have to have guys up front that that you can rely on robert williams you can't rely on he's never been that guy because of his health Al Horford is not getting any younger. You know, he had pro- probably his worst postseason of his career he's coming off of, right? I mean, Sam Howard doesn't even play. So who's who's coming in to, to help at the wing position when Tatum and Brown need help? I know who. And someone who just re-upped. Bobo. No. <laughs> no, stop with the Bobo. All right. Gallinari. Gallinari, he just picked up his team option. I don't know if the Celtics are going to, you know, consider him a trade piece, but – a damn well better. Well, he's got he's got about two months to decide that because that I mean his play will decide that in those first two months. I should say like that's what you know you you, you wonder what he has left and especially if someone who could play the four and obviously play the three and as a shooter can stretch the floor for you. I'm like those are the, those are the kind of players you need. Like these guys need shooters, man. Like Celtics need like people that can make Tatum and Brown's life easier. Like like that's what it is. Like can you make these guys? Can you help them on either end of the floor in a way that you earn trust from Joe Mazzulla. Like, like that's got to be the criteria. And, and if you can go out and get guys like that, and if it takes trading away someone like Brogdon, then I, I think it's worth it. Honestly, it's something to shake things up, or, or, or look at it as a way to, to, to get you know a player who's not going to cost you a whole lot, and maybe you could tack on a couple of years, of, you know, for this championship window. Because like you said, Joe, I mean the the core. Clearly, that's the goal, to, to run things back with the core, right? You know, to, to bring back Jalen Brown, stretch this thing out as much as you can. Marcus Smart is on the contract under a great deal, you know, for the next three, four years. Derek uh, White's Williams. underpaid right now, too, based on his performance. But that's, Derek but that's White's underpaid. Though. 
but he's under contract as well. Again, yeah. you know, but you don't have to. We don't have to worry about that quite yet. You have this two year yeah. window, yeah. but you, you like you said, Sean, the depth. Like, what happened to the depth? Like, yeah, because no, because because technically, like, if you were just didn't have to worry about next season and probably the next two seasons, you can, it's easy to just say let's just run it back and just see what happens, right? But you have to be you have to lock in now with Jalen, and then a year from now you got to lock in. For for Tatum, and then that's gonna take up again. Going back to the money money situation, right? All the all the salary cap that's taking up seventy percent of your salary cap for the next three, four, five years. So it's like yeah. if we're all in on these two dudes, then we gotta like Sway said, we gotta make their lives easier with the pieces around them. But then if those pieces around them start to get more expensive, then you got you, you then you're you're kind of left with all right. Let's see how the fucking our G League system no. is and how and how like you know the the second round the early second rounders you know coming into the league where look at somebody look at, team, look at, look at like a team that. like san antonio san antonio for two decades two and a half decades they were always you know picking in the low in the low first round or high second round and they always hit on on two or three guys every four or five years and the celtics haven't done that in a very long time all right well i mean here's the problem look, at, look at denver my fault look at denver denver three three rookies and at least at least two of those rookies this year made impact during the regular season in some parts of the playoffs as well that core took eight years to win a championship and how how, how long have the Celtics core been right now it's been what six seven years you're knocking on the door but you can't get in well what's been the biggest i mean i don't think there's any secret we've had wings on this team right and there's been two holes on this team pretty much since isaiah but well, Isaiah Thomas Kyrie has been the point Kyrie guard position, Big one, right? Big one right there. Point <laughs> yeah. guard, point guard. Oh, no, we're talking about wings. I'm like, Gordon Hayward was, was a big one. That's yeah, but, like, wings, we've been fine. We have plenty. We have wings, right? And it's been the, – the way that we've been drafting is just – I mean, we haven't been drafting high. Now, this is, this is our highest draft pick since 2020. This is our highest draft pick that we've had. Um, you're not – like you're you're picking a bunch of these players that are never going to sniff the floor the past two years. So you you haven't had any help from the draft. It's like yeah, and, but and, they and had the, that two three year window where they, they didn't develop. I mean, the yeah, Langfords and the oh Aaron Nesmith. Like you, you had you had to trade off because you were you were running out of assets. You you traded off. You know, Brad Stevens clearly has a different opinion on what to do about future first round picks, right? I mean the guy came in, he traded one for Al. But I'm cool. He came in, he traded one for Derek White. He came in I, I mean look, these these guys panned out. They were good deals, yeah. but you start running out of you start running out of those real quickly, right? Yeah. But so, I'm yeah. cool with trading them, but like if you're gonna trade them then those Shit, weird... Evan Fournier. That was one of them. <laughs> well, no, no no that was before, but yeah. Before yeah. Brad took over, but yeah. But I don't know man. You haven't picked a legitimate center since Robert Williams. Like they haven't picked the big man in the draft. Since yeah, like and as and I, as a and as a big man, other than health wise, has Robert Williams panned out like people expecting him to five yeah, years I now mean, into his career? I think you look at the number twenty seventh overall pick. What do you expect someone to come in and be? You can't expect someone to be an all star. You have to expect. No, them no, to no. I'm not saying that. Upside, some raw. Like you can't, I think Robert you, Williams is Robert is what Robert Williams was always going to be. There's a reason why he fell in the draft. So that's you know so, that's I mean? my question. Has he just reached the ceiling? Is he ever going to become a better player than what he is right now? I don't think you can. I don't. I think you see his ability. You can. I, I don't. So if, if this is the way of asking, do you give up on Robert Williams? No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. That's not what I'm asking. Uh, because you just said, oh, that's the, he's the last 
quality big man that the Celtics have drafted. No, the last big man. Okay, just in general. Okay, big man. In all general. Right. All right, so five, six Excuse years me, man. ago. He was, all, he was all defense last year, right? Or two years ago. Yeah, I mean, he's fine. I mean, it's fine. It's just you need, like, you're, you're sure, relying. I mean, Joel called him a quality big man. You're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's just a big man. No, 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 no. I'm just no, saying, my, I'm saying my, my whole thing is. I'm saying he's the last legitimate big man the Celtics have drafted. They haven't drafted anyone that is a for, power forward or center since Robert Williams. I think Olenek was probably the last one before him. <laughs> but, yeah. I'm just saying, like, that's, I'm not, like, Robert Williams is a quality big man, definitely. I'm saying they haven't drafted a single big man since him. And now we're saying, oh, we don't, we need front court depth. It's like, well, maybe we shouldn't have traded first round picks for all of these guards. And now you're like, oh, well, we have too many guards. It's like, well, that's because you, you didn't draft big man. And then you signed out that you've traded for all these guards. So then what, so what about, so, depth. so what about Grant Williams? He's not a big man of you? Grant Williams was drafted in 20, 2020, oh, 2019. Before yeah, said, Robert Williams, yes, Grant Williams drafted. Before, oh wait, nah, <laughs> the one year, well, one year apart, but yeah, Grant Williams. You just he, you're just he, speaking highly of him, and now all of a sudden you're like, eh, Grant Williams. All right, all right, he, he's all technically right. a four. He's technically I a guess four, he's a four. Yeah. Yes, okay, sort of like a big wing though. But anyways, <laughs> I, I'm just saying, like, where what is the problem here? Everyone's trying to figure out the problem. And last year it was guard depth. That's why they brought in Derek White. That's why they went out in the offseason. They got Derek. Um, they got Malcolm Brogdon. And now all of a sudden everyone's like, "Well, what about the front court?" It's like, "Yo, what do you want, man? Like, we gotta like pick one. You got depth on this team. You have two of the best players in the NBA on the team. The problem was the coaching. The problem was the attitude. Just fix that." Well, I Maybe think most people. Maybe part of Grant. I think Maybe part of the problem to- too. Package of Pritchard, Gallinari, and see what happens, man. But blowing it up is stupid. Why do you keep saying that? Gallinari has zero value. I think it's, it's just stupid even. The Contract. You could put up you could put, yeah, you could put just, the 35th pick, Peyton Pritchard, and Gallinari for somebody. A role player. I take for that. For who? That's better than Gallinari. Or, like, you know what I mean? Who's going to take that? What happened that to that Isaiah off? Stewart? What happened to that Isaiah Stewart talk? That was – I would I would take him all day, any day. Because it was Me just too? talk. Of course. But, yeah, it's just talk, man. You gotta talk, give, you gotta... Nah, the amount of second-round picks that have been going around where you double up second-round picks and that equals a first-round pick now, you're telling me they can't do that shit? They Yo, they've been trading second kids. round picks for like the they've last been slinging since, second round since like Stevens the, arrived here. Yeah. They've been slinging second round picks, bro. Go what look up their inventory. Whatever the guy's name is, JV Davidson, the thirty fifth overall pick, Payne Pritchard, all these junk pieces that we hold on to. Figure out what a way to dish the them junk out. pieces. <laughs> you just call them junk pieces and you expect them to get something out of you know a value out of those. Junk Did pieces. you see the Bradley Beal deal? Did you see it? That was junk pieces. Yeah, because Washington didn't want to wait. Future they could have waited. Not a junk piece. <laughs> okay, so Chris Paul at $50 billion is not a junk piece. You know what I mean, Sean. Yeah. If the Celtics had a junk piece like that, then they would, they would be in better shape, huh? They do. It's Gallinari, bro. $10 Gallinari is not the same as Chris Paul. Gallinari, if Gallinari got traded to the Wizards, he'd play more than Chris Paul would play on the Wizards. The point is, Grant Williams didn't grow as a player. Put that on Joe Mazzula, whatever the case may be, or just Grant being Grant, who he is and who he's going to be. But outside of Grant, outside of Rob, they just did a lot of misses, you know, between trading off these picks and then the ones that you're supposed to hit, you did it. 
and all of a sudden you're in a situation where you can't at least talent wise make your team significantly better with what you have right now i mean the best thing that you can do is just try to balance this roster because it's very heavy on the in the backcourt and most of those important players that you the the the, the top you know five six players on this team are that important that you can try to grab the fifth or sixth best player and turn it into, you know, spots seven through eight. And guys that Missoula will finally trust. He's got to figure that out too between this new coaching staff and uh, finding the identity of this team, the formula, because clearly this running gun and jack up as many threes as you as, as possible, it doesn't work, all right? It doesn't work. And, and hope that Tatum and Brown will close things out. I mean, that's pretty much in a nutshell what the office was like last season, you know? Like, like correct me if I'm wrong here, uh, it, was, it was a big emphasis on getting those shots up because of analytics and because of you know, the law of averages. But then when the shots didn't, didn't fall, all of a sudden things went stagnant and teams picked up on that. I mean, they were, they had all season to pick up on those, on those tendencies. And it's something they were really fixed, you know, they got away with, but I don't think they could do this again. You know, they, they had to find a way to get a piece or two that Missoula is going to trust to come off your bench. And if it's Grant Williams, then I'll be, then he better play him. He better be a 20-plus-minute guy. It better be the type of role where he, he's going to thrive in. Trading horses for ponies. That never works out for anybody. They never trade Malcolm Brogdon. Problem is, is, I think they sort of misused the Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon gets injured. It doesn't help you at all, right? But... No, but I think, I, think, I think he tried to, like, ride him even when he was injured. It's like, yo, it's not working. They're like, you know... Why do do the Celtics and those who follow Celtics talk about so much depth if you don't even trust it? Look at Spolster. Spolster was going, you know, eight, nine guys deep, and it was like, oh, well, this guy's not having it tonight. Well, we're, we're going to try with somebody else, you know. And I'm not saying that you have to do that like every single game, but a surprise Blake Griffin appearance here and there, I don't think was going to like was going to hurt the Celtics at all at any point during the postseason. And you never saw him. You didn't see him once, yeah. not once what in the postseason. Waste of a roster spot. And that whole trade from Mike Muscala, what the fuck was that about? <laughs> he had a great, like, what, like, first game? <laughs> first week, maybe? when Because there were players that were out at that time when he got traded here, but you didn't trust minutes. him at all. So, you know. So why why are Mike Muscala, Luke Cornett, and those players on the team, <laughs> like, and Blake Griffin on the team? You want to talk about front court depth? Maybe if you just took some of those players – and actually turned it into maybe one body that actually was trusted in the playoffs when you'd be in a different spot right now. Yeah. Look at someone like Gallinari, right? Gallinari was if when if he was healthy, like he was somebody that would have changed changed the game completely. I think I think this is you know what? I think we're struggling to talk about this stupid Celtics offseason because it's frustrating and lame. It's lame. This is lame. It's going to be the lamest offseason of all time. You re-sign Jalen Brown, run it back. That's all you can fucking do. Like, what, trying to what, figure but, this out. But what do you want, Sean? You want fireworks? Is that what you want? No, I, I, I think that we're at the point of you have the team that you have. Then that's not good enough. This team is not going to go and win a championship. Like, See, I disagree not. with that. I disagree <laughs> with that. I think that if you get the right coach in here, if Ime Udoka coaches team, you're in the NBA Finals. I think that's. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so he's the reason why Jalen turned the ball over eight times, and 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 Tatum whined about his twisted ankle for forty eight minutes. Like, no man, like it's got to be. You're you're convinced that they would have went to the finals, but like, would they have won it though? And then you're in the same situation you was a year ago. 
Did you yeah, but I would take I would take back to back finals losses than fucking losing in the Eastern Conference Finals the way they fucking did. Like, yeah, hands down. And I don't know, you go against the Nuggets, untested team, you're obviously the favorite in that situation because they fucking came in, never been in the finals before, you make it to the finals again. That's a whole different thing, man. There's so many things uh, that we're not thinking of and we think about, well, the Celtics obviously would have lost because they fucking got their asses handed to them by the Heat. So they obviously would have lost to the, the Nuggets, but I don't know. Outcoached, outclassed. Tatum, unorganized. Tatum being injured. Brogdon wasn't going to be, you know, right again either. So, yeah, I don't know. That's Well, you wouldn't have probably gotten to game seven if Emer was the coach. So, mm. so Tatum would have been healthy. So, there you go. We'll pick up a what-if game all day. Their best duo shit the bed when it matter most. How good are the Phoenix Suns now? You know, they, they pull out this trade. They don't give up Aiden. They don't give up any legit starter that they had, right? Shannon was somewhat of a starter, but he mostly came off the bench. And now you have to fill out the rest of this roster, but how do they do it? I mean, is this team even... Do you even put them above the Denver Nuggets yet? You still got to figure this thing out, right? No, no, you don't, put them above, you don't put them above the Denver Nuggets. For those that don't... haven't been paying attention for the, you know, the last decade, chemistry matters. And we don't know how the rest of this roster is going to fill out. I'm not going to bet against Denver... Not not this early in the offseason, at least. And, I mean, the fact that Washington did Beal a favor. They could have waited. They could have done the Brooklyn thing with, with, with Durant because Durant wanted out last offseason and it didn't happen until, you know, the trade deadline or whatever. And they were just like, you know what? We're going to accommodate you. I, I, I believe that's the only destination you wanted to go to because he had a no-trade clause. So they're like, all right, get this shit done. We'll just take back whatever. It doesn't. We, we we don't even know the exact amount of second round picks. It just says several second round picks and pick swaps, and we don't even know like the details of that yet. Just, all right, they don't have any firsts. Yeah, no, no, yeah, you're right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they were just like, just just get it done. Chris Paul is as as a an essential piece that they can uh, wave or they can whatever. What? Like they were able to get rid of this large sum of money because it's only the first year that he he was of his five year deal. So. They're they're in rebuild mode and they don't they didn't they didn't waste time. But do you feel like they? I mean, Miami wasn't going to give him a first round pick neither, but they probably chose Phoenix because they were like, oh, we're not going to see Bradley Beal for the next four years in the same oh, conference say, yeah. conference like over. But like, I mean, I don't know. I'd much rather take like give me. I think it was like Lowry and maybe Duncan Robinson or someone like. Like if you're gonna go if you're gonna go with this Phoenix deal, like how did the Celtics didn't call up? <laughs> like shit. Well like, yeah Malcolm, take Brogdon, take a bunch of these second rounders if you want, shit. We'll even throw in a Peyton Pritchard if you want. Like you know, Pritchard, Brogdon and, and the two second round picks, the thirty fifth overall pick. Done. Yeah, that's a done deal. Yeah, obviously obviously that's that, that's gonna be the major question. Like, yo, why didn't the Celtics pull some shit off like this? But I think because he the, again the no trade clause. Oh, Jalen would have been pissed though. Yeah, the no trade clause. Oh, you have to play with your little buddy now. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Isn't that great, Tatum? Bill, Bill what was about like, me, Bill's like, I'm gonna make this shit easier. I want in Phoenix, and that's the only team I want. So get it done. That's, yeah. that's it. Brad walk in there and be like, Hey, uh, Jalen, you know what? You know you're the third option, right? I just want to conversation now, just so you know. Like, this is my boy right here. Like they got like a handshake and shit, something that like Jalen and Tatum have had. 
Uh, <laughs> like Bradley Bill's like, hey man, I'm gonna need that number seven. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, back in St. Louis, that was my first number, man. You're gonna believe first. this, man. <laughs> Yo, man, like, I can't play with Tatum if I'm not number seven, dude. I'm just like, give me the fuck out of here, dude. Like, Tatum said he'll pay you. He'll pay you for it. Bro. I'll pay you. Tatum will pay you. Like, no one really wants you here, but you got mad money now, right? You're good. You're good. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and, no, and Clay, the new owner, doesn't give a shit about whatever penalties he's going to have to pay because shit, man. They're, they're talking about. That's what I don't give a damn. This was. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, we're talking, you know, 170, almost 180 million in luxury tax. <laughs> and it's going to be like that for the next three years, at least. Yeah, they got they have ties with uh, with the with his agent, right? Bradley Bill's agent. Yeah, this is like, this is the CEO's It's the son. CEO's yeah. son. Jeez. Like, Crazy. But you know what the, the absolute... He's cheesing right yeah, now. Yeah. So. You know what Chris, made me... Chris Paul also said that he's cool with Isaiah Thomas, the Hall of Famer Isaiah Thomas. Like, yeah, he had a lot to do with that, too, even though yeah. no one's yeah. no one's really talking about that. Isaiah Thomas, <laughs> Thomas told him, yeah, guys, it's about time we trade Chris, guys. Come on. <laughs> this, is, <laughs> this is what you brought me in here, right? Yeah, yeah right. right. Do the dirty work, right? Come on. I know, right? <laughs> even though I don't have an official title here, right? I'm just a, yeah. a consultant sort of thing, right? I'm consulting you to get rid of Chris Paul right now. <laughs> Do you see him saying it with a big smile on his face, too? Chris, I think it's time. <laughs> yeah. We all we all know. We all know it's time. Hey, uh, hey, hey, you did your best, man. Yeah. You did your yeah, best. Yeah, hey, father time is undefeated. All the time is undefeated. Oh, look at me, Chris is like, I, look at me. No. I Chris is like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's like, he's like, hey, you're always gonna have that State Farm money, you know? That ain't going away. <laughs> uh, you know what though? The the nerve, the nerve of, I know Joel's gonna be with me on this, but fucking Kendrick Perkins. To come uh, on, yeah, of course, dude. To come on, first take. This team literally has four players under contract, <laughs> and 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 a team option on 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 Wayne Rice. Uh, and a boy. team option. They have they have four and a half players, and this motherfucker goes. They are the team to beat in the NBA <laughs> next year. Bro, they don't even have a fucking team, bro. Yo, I this dude. Listen, that. listen. This dude. You know what kills you about about Perk? Because like <laughs> from, for they most. For most of the season, they don't even have a team. <laughs> they don't even have a starting five right now. Anyways, um, for most of the season, or like the second half of the season, he was like, "Oh, everybody sleeping on the Nuggets. Everybody sleeping on the Nuggets." But yeah, in the playoffs, you were talking about the Lakers, the Lakers, the Lakers, and then yeah, when the Nuggets finally the win, and then even even in the finals, oh, Miami's gonna come back and they're gonna win this. And even in the, and even when they won, they were like, "Yeah, you know, yeah, congrats to the Nuggets. You know, whatever." Like, not even saying like I was fucking wrong because that's what I do. I like. Causing controversy, and, and, and I'm a you know heat the moment kind of guy. But no, it's yeah, Perk. No one, no one goes to Perk. Players. No one goes. I want to hear what Perk has to say on fucking first take tomorrow morning. No, no one fucking does that. I feel like they, yeah, man. I I heard that and I was like, that doesn't make any fucking sense. That doesn't make any <laughs> sense at all. <laughs> don't, even, don't need to sign any more players. Just 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 run out the ball like that. They're gonna play four really? on five well, every night. <laughs> this might be the last big three we've seen in a while. Like this is it. Like this might be the end of the year. Well, the era is already over. Yeah, the era was over. Squeeze yeah, one yeah, out yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Like it's all about the duos now and complimentary guys. And, and you know, I even this motherfucker. This motherfucker has having, this having mother- layers. <laughs> yeah, Beal has over two hundred mil left on his contract. Like, uh, good luck. With let's that. let's let's play this. Let's play this over under game. How many games do book Aiden 
Durant, and Bradley Beal <laughs> play together this season on the court. I'm gonna th- I'm gonna set the line very aggressively at 40, and I'm gonna say way the fuck under. That shit's gonna be yeah. like 27 games they're yeah. gonna have dressed together, Bro. and they're gonna be like 23 and four. And it was gonna be like, see, but none of those people can stay healthy. Half of them don't care about. Well, you gotta preserve. You ha- you gotta preserve Durant. I mean, if you look at the other. You know, examples, you'd be a fool not to. Like, I would, I'm not playing him on second night of back to back. I'm not, oh, like, God. like, after what happened last year, like, that was like a, that's similar to what Brogdon pulled off. Like, like there was, they're lucky that, like, nothing happened to him, you know? Yeah, but you guys are forgetting one thing. 10 games into the season, Durant is going to be like, get rid of fucking Aiden. Like, you, you guys are going to have to trade this <laughs> motherfucker. I don't know what, for who, or for how many pieces, but he's, he's got to go. That's what's going to happen. If they don't, if they don't trade Aiden for else? five players, then they're stupid. Like, they should trade Aiden for, like, five serviceable NBA players on, like... Like, five quality players that can, like, you know... <laughs> on the Magic. Just take the Magic second lineup and just trade Aiden for him right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I don't see Aiden. Right. I don't see Aiden lasting the whole season with the Suns. All right, let's wrap up this episode the way we wrap up every single oh. episode here on Causeway Street. Thank you for running the NBA with Jarrell's in case you missed it. 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 Jarrell, what we missed? Come on, this wouldn't be an in case you missed it without some without some Demetrius news, huh? John Morant finally got suspended. Oh, huh? No? Oh yeah, that's right. Got his. Uh... See, 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 we we even forgot about it. That's how that's how Soon much we're waiting. Just won the championship. <laughs> it was like, oh well. After that parade, now, now the uh, attention turns to John Moran. Yeah, Adam Silver dropped the hammer, if you believe he really did, because twenty-five games—that's all Jaws getting for uh, the decision to to carry a firearm and go live on IG for the second time in less than two months, uh, according to the NBA. Quote: John Moran's decision to once again wield the firearm on social media is alarming and disconcerting giving his similar conduct in March, for which he already suspended eight games for. Uh, the potential for other young people to emulate Jaws conduct is particularly concerning. Under these circumstances, we believe a suspension of 25 games is appropriate and make clear that engaging in reckless and irresponsible behavior with guns will not be tolerated. For Ja, basketball needs to take a back seat at this time. Prior to his return to play, he will be required to formulate and fulfill a program with the league that directly address the circumstances that led him to repeat this destructive behavior, end quote. Mm-hmm. So you think like the NBA is just giving him another slap on the wrist this time around because the players' associations they're not really happy about this decision. Um, I don't know if I call it a slap on the wrist, but I mean it's a good chunk of the season. I mean, look, I know everyone expected like the big, you know, punishment because he did it the second time, but I think when you think about you know, the fact that it wasn't something legal and it wasn't something that, I mean, it was stupid. It was dumb. I mean, I think mm-hmm. everyone agrees with that. And the fact that he did it a second time is the reason why you're, it's not a 10 or five gamer. Right. But I don't know, man, I thought about it a while and I, I just think that they were just trying to be as fair as possible while also sending a message that obviously one, it's not okay. And that two, you know, he's going to use that time to actually seek help and, and be forced to sort of, face whatever it is that, that that's causing him to act like this way, you know? Because let's face it, after this, there's there's no excuse, right? I mean, the guy, you could say he's on thin ice, right? And, and you know, how he responds on the basketball court will obviously be a whole other, you know, a whole other thing that they have to deal with in Memphis because, shit, they're not going to have him for 
twenty. I mean, look in the competitive Western Conference. I mean, if he comes back and, and they're like get they get off to like a seven and eight start or something like that, that could be their season, right? So it's, I mean, on paper it doesn't look like a whole lot, but when you think about you know how many games that is for a team like the Memphis Grizzlies, I mean, it really does hurt them. It's not like they're one of the top teams that. You know, they can just run it back and, and not have him and, and get off to a great start. No, I, yeah, but I, I, essentially it's like it's you just kind of doubled up from the suspension last time, and that wasn't the NBA that suspended him. It was the, the Grizzlies. You know the NBA stepped was like, all right, you guys want to handle this or you want us to handle it? And the Grizzlies are like, no, we got it, we got it. And then the second time around, NBA is like, are you fucking kidding me? Now we got now we definitely have to step in and we have to set a fucking president here. No. And, and this dude was still there was still a video flowing around. I think it was from like TMZ where he was trying to prove like, no, it was a toy gun that I had and like was scoring like water into like a thing of, of like a, a candle or whatever. I thought it was a lighter. It was a lighter. Oh, it was a lighter. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. But it, it, and then that, maybe that's even worse to a certain extent because it's like, Oh, it's supposed to be like a, uh, you know, a toy gun, but like you're, you're actually using it for other things. That'd be like, that'd be like someone <laughs> yeah. that like, like you're taunting them. that'd be like <laughs> someone that used to do like, crack like have like a toy <laughs> crack pipe be like guys it's, it's a fake it's a it's fake but look 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 oh, freaked out yeah <laughs> pulls out like, well, why did you like <laughs> why did you do that you know like, lighters no one... come in any regular lighter why didn't you do a regular lighter yeah, and, now, and not only that no one's driving around going wait a second is that fake or real hold on i, I know i can't take my chances here you know so it's like come on yeah, right. no one no one's doing that but um this is the this is what the director of um the players association had to say well, he, he issued uh, his his statement following the suspension. Josh uh, expressed his remorse and accepted responsibility for his actions, and we support him unequivocally. And uh, he does whatever is necessary to represent himself, our players, and our league in the best possible light. As to the discipline imposed, which keeps him off the court until December, it requires some unslated conditions to make to be met before he can return. We believe it is excessive and inappropriate for a number of reasons, including the fact involved in the particular incident and that is not fair and consistent with the past discipline in our league we will explore with jaw all options and next steps end quote so i don't know if that means the nba is going to further do some more investigating because that's not to the liking of uh, the players association outside of basketball right nike hasn't dropped them they've they've decided you know not to sell yeah, the shoes they released a statement about it, like, no, he's good. Yeah, they haven't, you know. <laughs> and meanwhile, and I'm not to defend Kyrie, but Kyrie just reposted or retweeted a, a, a link to a, a video to a movie that he didn't see that was considered anti-Semitic, and Nike dropped him like a heartbeat. Because <laughs> uh, it's two different things there. It's gun yeah, laws. I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> there's gun laws that everyone likes to look the other way, and then there's anti-Semitism, which yeah, but the NBA didn't yeah. really address that until they, he refused to apologize like they gave him a chance like the nba my point is the nba i feel like picks and chooses and they're like all right no, the nba didn't the nba didn't decide shit with that Kyrie thing that was everybody else deciding what it needed to happen okay so then my point is why didn't the nba step yeah, in the first list, time those lists that list was crazy remember that initial list that they put yeah. out yeah. <laughs> but they're free extortion like you gotta pay this you gotta donate here it's like whoa Yes, <laughs> but the the, I, M, the NBA didn't step in the first time. Jaw did what he did, and then he ended yeah, up doing it again. Yeah. So I don't know. Whatever. I mean, obviously he put out his <laughs> statement. The NBA doesn't have a gun problem, though. That's I think like one thing that they don't really have. No, no, you're right. But they, outside of John ja Morant, so I think that's why there's not a lot of. No, you're right. But they're, they're still a, a, a private entity that 
they're all about their their appearance, right? They're all about people representing the their league and faces of the league. And this dude, because for the most part, oh well, he's you know he's young, you know. Let's 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 give him like the benefit of the doubt. Versus someone like like Kyrie, who's I think he's going to turn thirty or you know, whatever the case. But I don't know. But according to I'm not going to say from Ja. According from a statement released in Ja's name, uh, he says I'm spending the off season and my suspension continue to work on my own mental health and decision making. I'm also going to be training so that I'm ready to go when I get back on the court. I know my teammates are going to hold it down, and I'm so sorry that I won't be out there with you at the beginning of the season. I hope you can give me the chance to prove to you over time that I'm a better man than what I've been showing you, end quote. And a better shot. <laughs> and a better shot. <laughs> I get it. I get you. Pume, pume, I'm going to be practicing so much at the gun range. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, one of those things where... It's going to be talked about for the rest of the summer. Probably more videos are going to resurface of people trying to be like, oh, well, he's been doing this since he was a, uh, like a teenager. Like, check this out. Like, that, you know, all these like backs is going to come come from his past <laughs> during the during the, this offseason. That's funny yeah. you say that because I wondered if he like went the other route, which he shouldn't have. But, <laughs> you know, the comedic side of me was just like, what if he just went on this whole like diatribe being like i'm an nra card carrier <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, i've been in this game for a long time like, like his, his, really his pr guy yeah his pr guy's like yo wait a minute we can we can we can fix this guy we can fix yeah, this you yeah. can fix your image like, yeah, the, the lawyer in front of the camera being just like look you guys labeling my client a thug you guys are the ones <laughs> running this narrative he's been into guns since he was seven <laughs> <laughs> The, the 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 if I was the representative, I'm like John. Put this hat on, bro. Put this, put this Make America Great hat on. Yo, where's he, that on? Where's he from originally? By the way, John. I don't even know. Card carrying NRA member, Republican ass John Morant, dude, and he's fine, dude. You know. And where the where the right wingers to defend him? You know. I know. Hey, that's hey, what whoa. I mean. Whoa, what's the big deal? The guy had a deal. Yeah, yeah, no. Look. The last time we talked no, about that's, 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 <laughs> that's his legal right as an as a American <laughs> citizen. American citizen. Like, he's got we the, stand for John ja Moran. He's got like, the, right, where are those people? He's got the goddamn right to defend himself. Well, that's what I mean. If John ja really wanted that suspension to be like, you know, five games, he could have just been to like all the owners and been like, hey. You're South. Republican, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a whole other can of worms. Smoke? You want this smoke? Well, well, they pick a sign of these guys out here by tomorrow morning. <laughs> yeah, fifty percent of the uh, my guess is fifty percent of the NBA owners are all card carrying NRA donors. Anyways, might as well fucking get on their side, man. You know, someone will support him. You know what? He's right. <laughs> He's from <laughs> He's from South Carolina originally. Yeah. Oh. oh, there you go. And he was actually uh teammates uh AAU with uh my next topic here, Zion Williamson. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was going to say I was going to say I was going to say Char- uh made the go. <laughs> I don't know anybody else from South Carolina. <laughs> I was trying to think of like a, a, a gun wielding like South Carolina lineman or something from the NFL or something. Dude. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Zion. Yeah, Zion. Yeah. Hey. In case, in case you missed it, living that dream. The story that keeps on uh, keeps on sprouting Somebody's roots. Dream. Somebody's dream. I don't know. Some adversity there. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. 
Stephen A. Smith stuff on this is just some of the best. Radio oh, going on that. He said, yeah, "Well, no wonder you can't get healthy." No, he's got, a, he's got a good point. But go ahead, go ahead, Joel. Set it up. All right. Um, in case you missed it, uh, Zion Williamson, who uh, originally the the way the story starts, right, is that he he announced. Um, that he was having a, a, a daughter with, a, I guess, a supposed girlfriend. Uh, and... I think I think in this story it's called Some Thought, I no. believe, is what uh, <laughs> came across in the posts that I've read. Yes. <laughs> My Instagram feed. That's what I read. <laughs> That's... Wait, no, hold on, hold on. You're talking about his baby mama or who he was messing with before his baby mama? I can't keep up with this, no, bro, no, whatever what the porn star was yeah, called. No, no, see, that's what I'm saying. The porn star, the reason why this is became this well, became as big as it is. Pregnant. No, no, but the porn star is not pregnant. The other chick. Well, you are I mean, my, my fault. Come on. Yeah, yeah, my fault. Not that she's pregnant. No, no, yeah. she's the one that's, she's the one that blew the whistle. She's the one that blew, no, she, yeah, she's the one that's, that's, that's blowing the whistle, uh, among other things, that the reason why, yeah, wrong <laughs> the reason why she's getting upset, she's getting upset there. About about Zion having a having a, a a a baby with someone else is because they were involved and she and she didn't realize that she was a side piece and not the main piece. Yes, yeah, right. Which is, I believe, Mariah, where that uh, language came from. Mariah Mills. That's what uh, that's what Instagram taught me. That's right. That's her name, yeah. Mariah Mills. She's the one that's uh, she's been ever since this ever since this the uh, the uh, uh, Zion's announcement of uh, you know that he's gonna have a baby girl with a said female that's not Mariah Mills. <laughs> Mariah Mills has threatened to release a sex tape. Oh, she geez. wants the Pelicans to trade his ass, and she's yeah. she's threatening to release a sex tape if the NBA doesn't step in somehow. And as of yeah, right now, so. as of we're recording this podcast, her her account has been suspended by Twitter. So I don't know if the NBA was like, "Yo, Elon Musk, uh, we need you to you know put a little you know put a pause on this chick and her." I was on the phone. Adam Silver's on the phone. Well, suspend her fucking account, right? Because you can't, you know. Adam Silver's. Wait, Adam Silver's on the phone, like, but Mariah, listen, okay? Listen. All right, Mariah. I got the John Moran thing I got to deal with. And now, now you're coming out of the woodwork, like, come on, what's wrong with these 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 players from South Carolina? God damn it. And she's a she's a she's a porn star, right? If I'm not mistaken, right? Yes. So, uh, you, you are, you are, that you are not mistaken. That is correct. Yes, that is correct. Yeah, all right. Full I, feel like were, I feel like you were leaving that part out. No, 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 because this one was, th- he thought the porn star was the one Darryl that just, was, Darryl was pregnant. Everyone knows Mariah Mills. Yeah, porn star. Yeah, yeah. Porn, like, <laughs> porn star, right? She was like, she was like, oh, she's, she's top 10, bro. You know what she is. Right? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> Didn't even bring that up. Like, bearing, bearing the lead here, Joel. No, no, because you, no, because you didn't let me finish. Because you said that the one that's pregnant is the porn star, and that's not, that's incorrect. The porn star is the one that's upset with Zion because Zion impregnated someone else that wasn't her. Right. All right. And Um, tweets, tweets that were, you know, back to back to back to back tweets, like during the next, you know, twenty four hours or so, forty eight hours after that. Yeah, all of them. I got them all here, right here. Essentially, the the summary of all these tweets is, you know, I let you do all these nasty things to me, and you couldn't tell me that you were involved with somebody else. Like, like she's really upset. Like, the fact that all all his messages that she broadcasted all his messages to her, uh, whether it was through social media or or text messages, that you're gonna pay for my house in New Orleans, and, and now you got this other chick that's fucking you know knocked up and whatnot. Uh, <laughs> I want to say some other stuff, but I'm not. I'm not gonna go that Just far. Just say it. Hey, come on, hey, come oh, on. Yeah. Uh, we're all here for it. Come on, explain <laughs> it. I'm so confused. 
<laughs> let you, she said, she said, I let you spit in my mouth. Like what? Ah! <laughs> like that's sacred, bro. I know, right? Like who says that? And then she calls him. She calls him a sex addict, a porn star, calling someone else a sex sex addict. That's that's right. that's real. That's rough. Ugh. That's uh, you know. And then there was there was the other other uh, messages from Zion saying, "Why are you doing this? Like like take those shits down. Like stop <laughs> stop ruining my life right now, bitch. Like what the fuck? You're ruining my life. You're ruining my life. <laughs> yeah, but you know you know the moment you send those, she's gonna she's gonna put those right back up. Like, whatever you say. <laughs> Like I'm yeah, still willing, she, and, he's, and he's still, and he's still like I'm still willing. I want you to to fly to New Orleans. I'll still do all those things I said I'm gonna do. Just stop talking just about stop, me online, please. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the part of the crack. I'm still gonna fight you. I know, right? I never said I wasn't gonna do all those things. You know, I can, you know, just let me continue. You know, <laughs> let me let me live my life here. Like, like please. 24 hours later, his girls in front of me being like, "You just said that you're gonna fly." <laughs> <laughs> Listen, just because I've impregnated another woman doesn't change. Like that doesn't change the plans. Things. The plans don't get. They're <laughs> not. You're not getting changed. Yeah. Like, come on, you know. Uh, Otherwise, she's not going to stop, right? Like Mariah, I'll still spit in your mouth, man. Like, don't <laughs> worry. It's like I was willing to have a threesome with you, and you, you're you're doing this to me right now. How dare you? You're embarrassing me. And it's like, no, you kind of doing that to yourself, Mike. Like, yeah, the on, funniest, funniest part about all the tweets that she would like send out is like. It would always be conveniently, like, right after, like, a booty pic that she sent to him. <laughs> like, every time. And then she would try to, she would try to like, not crop her out. But, no, bro, we, yeah. we can see your ass. Like, that's, that's like, you know, hey, we know what you're trying to do. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah, you're trying yeah. to get him to say something. Like, you could have cropped that out easily. Yeah, you exactly. You, you left that little little snippet in there, you know? Yeah. And, ironically, there are rumors that that Williamson could be traded to either the, the Hornets <laughs> or the Blazers. So, uh, they've, they've, you think there's a direct correlation here? Or I don't know because I think it's. I feel like I feel like that's a kind of a, a coincidence that there's reports that the team is like, yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do something about this dude because this ain't Malcolm a good look. Brogdon, Payne Pritchard, <laughs> he wants Zion. Let's Jesus. go. <laughs> Stack it up. Bring Zion to Boston. He's man. gonna buy. He's gonna no, like. Man. He's gonna buy Squire if he comes to fucking that Boston. Dude's oh, risky, dude. He's gonna he's own that bitch. So many. He's got so many. Uh, Extracurricular activities, man. I don't know. I don't think that's one. Hey, like, if we thought, James, we thought James Harden was bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, every stripper that James Harden has been with is like, mm, maybe I can let oh. me get on this old Twitter machine. Let's see what the hell's going <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know, he's making him sign something right now. <laughs> like a yeah. gag order right now. <laughs> sign the gag order. Come on. Uh, he's like Zion, Zion, Zion. Great, Come on, great choice of words there. Gag order, you know, blowing whistles. No. <laughs> no. That's, I swear it's not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so you know, it should again, it should be an interesting rest of the summer with you know Morant and now Williamson and then and their extracurricular activities. So we shall see. Huh? Um, I guess a little a little uh, more basketball news here. In case you missed it, yeah. What else we missed? Uh, Draymond Green, he's declining his twenty-seven point six million player option, according to Clutch, Clutch Sports. <laughs> uh, Rich Paul says we will continue to talk to Golden State and explore all options. In no, quotes, no one else wants Draymond except Golden State. So, like, well, it was expected. According to Golden State, they're saying that it was expected that was going to happen. Now they're going to talk. Well, did you see who you see who he was out with uh, overseas, Andrew? 
I did not. Ooh, a bonus. Ooh. He said, ooh. Uh, look like uh Mariah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Looks, looks like Draymond and uh LeBron James spent the uh, Father's Day weekend out in France. Wow. Yeah, people can take that for what it's worth, but yeah, they were photographed together out in France. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, so LeBron's been out there for a minute. Cause wasn't he at that race when he was talking shit to uh, to Malone, to uh, Mike Malone? Yeah, LeBron. I was like, there. I was like, wait, Carl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're hanging out with Carl. Oh my god. He's <laughs> like, I'm trying to clean up our image, you know. <laughs> That's not a good way to clean up his image, but uh... no, I mean Malone saying that. <laughs> Jesus. Nah, but uh, um, Golden State could also explore, obviously, signing trades. Yeah. So. I don't know. Take that for whatever it's worth. You know he wants to play they with. Gotta, you know he wants to play with LeBron roster, at some point. So there's no way. Yeah, I mean that's the only other team I see him going to. Honestly. Yeah, but how do they even make that work? What does Golden State want that the Lakers have? Yeah, that's a good point. They can take back. Um... No, they're not going to take back shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like Austin Reeves. Oh. No, yeah, maybe Austin Reeves, but. <laughs> Gonna take they're, back not, they're not taking back no. anything. The answer, the answer is no. Yeah, they're like they're gonna trade him for <laughs> they something pay, good. They could yeah, take back D'Angelo Russell, who's on gonna <laughs> be a free agent. <laughs> There's no fucking way they want that dude back. <laughs> they're like, we'll take we'll take him back, and you guys you guys take Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Get them get them the fuck both of them out of here. He's got to take less money. I think that's what if anything, if he goes back to Golden State. Nah, I think he's going to the Wizards. <laughs> Everyone's Wizard? on the Wizards now. Bro. Oh boy! Yep. You know, you know your boy. Uh, you know your boy Porzingis. He picked up his player option, right? And then, and then all this is happening. It's like, what the fuck? Of no, one, no one could have told me that y'all motherfuckers were planning on trading this Bradley Beal. Now I'm stuck. Yo, Porzingis has made. Literally... He was like, I was out of the country. Man. I had no idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've been, I've been <laughs> out since April, guys. Come on. Porzingis shit back since 2019 has made every wrong decision. You possibly could for your NBA career. Porzingis has made that shit. <laughs> you, oh yeah, you care to run him down, or you just you're just making that up? No, just literally. You know never, too? Sorry, go ahead. I just never seen a guy with that much talent fall off the face of the NBA, like hierarchy, like and just for like literally no reason other than no one wants to play with this motherfucker. <laughs> And he doesn't want to play with anybody. Not even, not even like the one of the biggest athletes in the world. Luca was like, "Yeah, get get rid of this dude. I don't care if we don't make the playoffs next year. Get rid of this dude." Luca's like, "You know what would be better? Oh, Spencer Dinwiddie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Send that motherfucker here. Tim Hardaway Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring him in. Yeah, throw him all over. Yeah. All right. In case you missed it, Phil Pressy is going to be joining the Celtics coaching staff. So yeah, he is my dude. Conway the- Street though. Conway Street song, there you go. Yeah. You know what's crazy? You know, we were me and Sway were talking about like all all the you know, random players that have come to play for the Celtics for like a season or two and then they're out in Europe, you know, doing their thing. And I think one of the last players that Sway mentioned was like, Yo, Phil Pressio, that's like that's my guy right there. And literally twenty four hours later gets <laughs> signed by the Celtics as the assistant coach, third coach in less than like what, less than a month. Yeah, yeah, to the regional manager, Phil Pressy. I mean, how many people are sitting around, you know, the night of Father's Day, just talking about Phil Press? For yeah, real? What are the chances? <laughs> what are the chances? <laughs> <laughs> Not too many. Not too many. <laughs> Maybe Phil Pressy Senior. And then twelve <laughs> hours later, it's just like, oh, maybe yeah, Phil Pressy Senior. Yeah, yeah. 
You're not going to believe this, Dad. I just got signed by the Celtics. Again to play? No, no, no. I'm going to be the assistant coach. Oh, no, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, all right, I'll take Wait, that. You watch? I'll take that. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the uh, I was watching that that uh, was guard report with Bobby Manning and, and uh, Goodman, and Bobby brought it up, and Goodman was just like, "Wait, did that that happen? Are you serious?" He's like, "Yeah, Phil Presley is good." He goes, "I didn't know that." I'm like, <laughs> people just didn't know. Like, that, that changes everything. I, love it. I bet yeah. it does, Jeff. Look, I'm started on Goodman. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, obviously, congrats to the Denver Nuggets on winning the NBA championship. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a coach of a professional team get as wasted during a parade more so than Mike Malone. So, yo, shout out to him. Shout out to him, yo. Shout out to him. Not giving a not giving a fuck about what anybody thought because he did the damn thing. Good for him, you know. And that's the way a head coach should be. That's how it should be. You know, they need to to bring that back. Seriously, yo, 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 Belichick, take some notes, man. Come on. Favorite part about it was his shirt just had the NBA Finals thing on it. Says, "Put this in your pipe and smoke it." That was great. (laughs) Like, yo, that's such a 1996 (laughs) fucking comeback, dude. Like, yeah, that's. You know he saw that he was like, whoa, like, no, no, but line all the time when I was a kid. No, no, but no, y'all forgot though. He dropped that line during the playoffs. Like I forget it was um who did yeah, everyone forget who did they beat? They beat <laughs> they beat the they beat the I don't Lakers. Know, they, beat they were up, the, they were up. the G League. I think it was a G League team they beat on the way to the finals, bro. Nah, nah, nah. They, I think they, I think they fucking swept before they, before they made it to, before the finals game. Like when they beat the Lakers and everyone was talking about how like oh LeBron's gonna retire and he was like yeah, I don't give a shit. Everyone's not gonna talk about us. We're we're the underdogs. Whatever, whatever. Put that pipe and smoke. That's, that's yeah. That uh. Yeah, no, no, I remember that. And then I liked how he had the um, the line about, I forget what podcast he was on or whatever he was on, saying, um, you know, I think about retiring too, you know. So I was, <laughs> he says, <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's a real one, man. Yeah. Enjoy it. Good for him. You know what? They could run it back. You know, they really could be right back in the finals next year. No, and that's what um, that's what LeBron tweeted out. We didn't call him out by name, obviously. He was just like, oh, you know, I'm on your mind. And, you know, you, you guys beat us, whatever, a long time ago. And, and you're still talking about me. It's like, all right, LeBron. Relax. LeBron responded. Yeah, he responded, but he didn't. He didn't call him out, obviously. But we knew who, who he was talking to. Yeah, nothing like being. And he was out in France, so I didn't know he was out there with Draymond. So you know, Draymond was like, "Oh yeah, he got at you, bro." It's like, okay. Nothing like being two eight seeds and a seven seed and winning the NBA championship, man. You know, good for Denver, man. You know. <laughs> they were the first fucking seed. Who the fuck did you want him to play against? I don't know, two eight seeds and a seven seed on the course to get to the NBA final. I don't know. Maybe play the two seed or the three seed or the five seed or the six. Yo, they play, they play, they play the five. They played Phoenix. And that's the only team that gave them, you know, one one loss. People hate it. This is why people hate it on the, uh, the playing tournament. You know, it's just like, oh, these guys can just sneak in and just, you know, but I don't know. I see it as a. That's what you're supposed to do, right? You play who Good you're supposed to play. Good for Denver. Good for Denver. That was an epic NBA Finals. It was the most intense NBA Finals of all time. The NBA should be thrilled. And, right, so uh, then, so then, if if Vime was the coach, like you say, and they beat Miami, then people would have said the same shit. All oh, right, they fucking beat an AFC team. Awesome. Uh, well, no, because they, they beat the uh, you know what the hell were the the Sixers the three seed. So there you go. Yeah. Yeah, plus they came back from three two just to lose three in a row, and they would have beat yeah. the one seed in the Nuggets. So there you go. Yeah, yeah and they had trouble with this with the seven seed in the first round against the the, the Hawks. So whatever. Yeah, I think I think it's safe to say Missoula got out coached in all three rounds. Well, all I'm saying is, you know, you really like to see some like marquee matchups. There's just like 
the Timberwolves, the Suns series, that was a good series. But then the Lakers had no business being there. The Heat had no business being there. Like they had, they made it there, so it was fine. But you shouldn't have it a seven. You shouldn't have to go through Western Conference Finals seven seed and then NBA Finals eight seed. It's just not the way these things are supposed to work from a fucking entertainment value. But you know, it's what it is. Maybe I'm salty. Salty. That's all. It is. There you, there you go. That's that's a that's the real reason. We get it. All right. Um, and, and, and real quick, I, I thought this was interesting. Rocky, the uh, mountain lion, the uh, mascot for the Denver Nuggets. <laughs> guess how much he gets paid? <laughs> I just I don't know. top five uh, mascots, highest paid mascots in the league. He's at, he's at the top of the list. Uh, six fifty k. Six twenty five though, but very close. What? <laughs> yeah, six hundred twenty five. <laughs> six hundred twenty five, my man. Yep. Number two, number two is Harry the Hawk at six hundred. Uh, let me tell you what you can do with $625. You can, you can take his whole pride into a submarine and go see the Titanic, bro. <laughs> you can take all the little lions, all the little cubs, go see that fucking Titanic. <laughs> okay. All right. It's yearly salary, huh? <laughs> yeah. So that's, Man, yeah. What a fucking life. I did the wrong fucking shit. Yeah. Harry the Hawk, 600K. Benny the <sighs> Bull, 400K. Uh, go the Gorilla. Which I was surprised. Two hundred K. Thought it would be a little more than that, but what? No, no. <laughs> Why are these people making this much money? And 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 the round off the top five. Hugo the Hornet, a hundred K. Hold on. I'm just picturing Rocky just like carrying his like you know the mascot just carrying his head up up, uh, up the hill to a mansion. Yeah. <laughs> just like yeah. just like nuggets paraphernalia all over the house, just being like. Hey, oh. You know who didn't make the top five? Unfortunately, I paid mascot in the game. You know who didn't get. We didn't make the top five, probably not even the top ten. Uh, Bernie, the Miami Heat mascot, who uh, had to go to the emergency room after getting knocked the fuck out by uh, Conor McGregor <laughs> in, in a bit yeah. during game three of the NBA Finals. Well, that's because he's not a fucking pro. See, Rocky wouldn't have taken that shit. That's why Rocky makes the big bucks, all right? Also, you know who's never going to make this? Well, first off, I just did the fucking math. Let's hypothetically. He's so mad right now with the whole mascot thing. But go ahead. Let's hypothetically say the Nuggets didn't make the fucking postseason, and you're paying the mascot six hundred twenty-five k. That is sixteen thousand dollars a game. This motherfucker is making every for for maybe uh, break it down for the minutes. How long does he perform? Maybe thirty thirty minutes would be a great night for Rocky, and he's making fifteen thousand dollars. For that entertainment value, and you know he's getting a bonus after this, after this, uh, this, this championship run here. <laughs> it even makes even more mad. And a ring, and a ring. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah. it's not it's not just Jeff Green here and, and and Bruce Brown getting rings. Rocky too. Rocky the fucking online. Long overdue. Long overdue that for all those making, guys. That guy's making five hundred and eight dollars a minute for if he's performing thirty minutes a night. Man, that's some great math, man. You never pulled out math like that this quickly. I, I, I'm impressed. Jealousy makes you do a lot of things. You know? <laughs> All right. Crunching numbers over there. And that's going to do it for this uh, edition of In Case You Missed It. Check us out on all social media platforms at Causeway Street. Hit up causewaystreet.com for your Celtics offseason news. Subscribe to our After Hours. That's patreon.com slash causeway. We got season three of both our podcast up there is the one-on-one with sway podcast and of course our after hours podcast yeah man yeah season three rolls on i got a conversation i had with uh, kemba walker coming out soon 
So it was good. Good catching up with him talking about uh, times in Boston, seeing the growth between Tatum and Brown, what they need to, needed to do in that postseason, which uh, really rings true today. So it's a great conversation I had with him. And also, uh, he told me his career is not done. Check that out and find out what he what he means by that. But yeah, that'll be out uh, by the end of this week. He's gonna go run point with Victor Wenmanyamba in San Antonio. Wait for that. That'd be great, actually. That'd be a good duo right there. Right. For pop. Yeah. Run that pick and roll. Well, Joel, next time we talk, you're gonna be a papa. So yeah, so? I'm on standby, guys. Think so? I'm on standby. I'm gonna say, man, it's gonna be that notice. I mean, this is this is this is it. Maybe the last one. I'm on, yeah, I'm man. on standby. You know, baby girl Pavone on the way. I'll, oh, I'll man. Put, appropriate right at the Father's Day weekend. Yeah, what a weekend. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that I had a lot of people saying, you know, oh, happy Father's Day to be happy Father's Day. And it was a lot of it was a lot of uh, different interactions <laughs> over the weekend. But well, yeah. we the, the, the baby shower Saturday was nice. Obviously, cross the street in the building, and you know, going right into Father's Day at midnight was appropriate. So yeah, a wild baby shower, man. Gotta say, most fun. I've ever <laughs> 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 That's how we do on Causeway Street, bro. We wouldn't have it any other way. Forget, we'll birth, forget birthdays. Like, baby showers? Baby showers. Was that a wedding or a baby shower? Fuck, <laughs> dude. Like, what the hell just happened last night, man? Sean's oh. calling through his leftovers like, man. <laughs> his pork is on point, but where did we go to last night? Was that a really good baby shower? <laughs> uh, like seven times, somebody was like, yo, Sean, hey, hey. Come take a shot. Like, oh, fuck yeah. Baby shot was a fucking awesome dude. What? Oh, mad time. Oh. Yeah. No, we you know, we we got to we had to we had to do it big, you know. And, for, and, and wait and wait and wait to baby girl Pavone's first birthday. Ah, oh, forget it. Bro. Uh, I cannot wait. It's going to be a sequel. And it's going to be a sequel. And it's and she's a summer baby too, so that's even better. Even better. There we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> All right, until until next time, and you know, by probably by next episode, I'm, I'm, I might be officially, you know, Papa Pavone, the next yeah, generation. We might do it from the Austin, right? Sean, you down, bro? We'll do an episode from the Austin. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a first. That'd be a first. You know, <laughs> yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, yeah, we'll do an after hour. We'll I'll, go I'll, I'll go live. I'll go live, guys. <laughs> I'll go live. I'm, I'm here. I'm here at uh, New, uh, New and Wellesley. Table speakers. <laughs> <laughs> Make a thing. Joel, can you explain what's going on in there? <laughs> <laughs> Not as much dilation as we would have hoped by now, but uh, <laughs> stay tuned because uh, you know anything could happen here. All right, reporting live from so New it's Wellesley. It's been it's been nineteen hours. What I know, I know, man. This they, they really tricked me here. They thought it was going to be a, you know a quick, you know, a couple of hours, but you know. She's, she's taking her time. What can I say? It's it's our it's her world. We're just living in it. This is like just just like. But uh, but anyways, in case you missed it, uh... <laughs> additional suspension for John Moran. I'm hearing. Uh, yeah, you hear the hospital announcements in the background. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! All right, so yeah. So uh, until next time, um, stay tuned. We are out. Yes. Yeah. Stay tuned. Good way to wrap it up. Pretty much. <laughs> That's right. Stay tuned.